stories uh yeah yeah there i got some i got there were some neat ones for today but before we get to that uh jake how's your week my week was good it was good um i played uh remote control cars with the minotaur and i threw a man the gnome well technically thrown a gnome and a person remember in the bar oh yeah yeah. He was uh, doing some uh, poetry. Not very good. So you bounced him? Oh, no, 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 no. It was just some random bystander. Hmm. Didn't you clap? After. After I threw him. I don't know why I grabbed him. I just know I did. <laughs> okay. Anyway. You also celebrated a birthday. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. I got a year older painted some minis. yeah we painted some minis and we uh <clears throat> to we're a little bit late with the uh finale of that but we intentionally waited uh specifically for this weekend to binge watch the season two of vox machina uh, yeah um so we're a little late on that but we wanted to make sure we can get everyone together binge watch it and that's what we're going to be reviewing today so yes absolutely it's gonna be uh pretty cool I think so. May Matt Mercer be pleased with us. I mean, I'd hope so. He's my patron in real life. He's your patron in real life. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if Matt Mercer was a patron saint, what would he be the patron saint of? That's Storytelling. A, the patron saint of the story? Yeah. And may he be with you. And then you guys repeat, and with you. I'm not doing that. Mercer with you. Anyway. <laughs> That's great. Why? Wow, you drink weird. Lee. Hey, weird Steve. Lee. What'd you do this week? <laughs> Worked. Worked? And uh, painted minis. Okay. feel like I ate like nonstop all day yesterday, starting with lunch and then snacking at Jake's house, then out to dinner and bowling. Nice. It's a long day. 
It was a long day. Um, yeah. I started relatively early, too. Yeah. Had Friday night off, so. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Because I... the uh, day before turned into a... Um, 22 and a half hour day almost. Oh my gosh. Something like that. Yeah, that's a that's a day. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a very, very <clears throat> long day. Yeah, that's super yikes kind of day. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> sound like a, a fun kind of a kind of <laughs> day. So this week I have I have, uh, this week I have dedicated almost all my listening time. I'm trying to catch up on Critical Role because I really hate to be this far behind on something. He's so far behind. I'm at episode 35, actually 36 today. How, so how, far how far is behind? How far uh, behind is behind? 49, so. Yeah, I'm like two episodes behind. I'm about, yeah. So, no. you know, about 14 episodes behind. But I was 20 at the beginning of the week, so. And I don't I know. I mean, three years ago, you were over, you were. I was a lot. <laughs> you know, well over 100 behind, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm making progress. <laughs> I was caught up at one point, when they like right about when they started season three, I was caught up. And then I, then I lost it. I mean, you caught up on campaign one real fast, because. Oh, yeah. You were. 30 some episodes behind on campaign two when you started campaign one in 2019. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'd say you're doing pretty good. I think I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to catch back up and like, at, at least you're on campaign three. Yeah. Well, and I think that sometimes when you take a, when you take a break from a long form, like a long story like that, it takes a little while to get back into the it rhythm for it. Yeah. Now I'm back into the rhythm for it, but you know, it took a little bit. What a! <laughs> <clears throat> I know I need I need to catch up. I, I think eventually I would like to. Um, what do you call it? Um, I'd like to watch all of them, but I think I'm gonna try to find some recaps just so I could get onto a jumping on point and get get straight to it. Nice. Um, honestly, so I did. I watched something that. I'd been suggested, and I just—it's uh, been on my list for a little while, so I decided to check it out. Um, uh, Boruto, Naruto: The Next Generations. So basically, the 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 sequel to Naruto. Um, it's actually kind of interesting because <laughs> um, they they advanced technology. Like in the Naruto series, there was like a running joke on what era it was supposed to be in because sometimes it's because seemed, of the movies. Yeah. Well, because sometimes it seemed like it was the medieval era, and yeah. sometimes they had TVs and well, TV yeah, stars and, and theaters. That was, like, mainly in the movies, like, oh yeah, when you started seeing tech. Yeah, well, like, you, well... <laughs> Modern well, tech. Well, no, because in, like, the, um, the early parts of the tuning exams, they have TVs, and you're like, how do you have TV monitors? <laughs> uh, but they kind of cleared everything up now. Now it's fully industrial. So yeah. now, like, it's almost like mo- like it, their own modern day equivalent of like 
stuff, you know, history went a little different. So it's kind of interesting because there's like, like, ra- like light rails mm-hmm. and also still ninjas with powers. It's very confusing. It's like, why would anybody use a boat, like a ship, like that ever again? <laughs> anyway, so it's kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> it's actually pretty decent, surprisingly good. Um, it's really light at the beginning so far, but I hear it goes a lot deeper and it's already starting to do that. Also, it shows you that all your favorite characters from Naruto are awful parents. Just kind of all of them. All of them. <laughs> kind of all of them. Well, so I look at the show, they have Naruto and he's the Hokage finally. That's yeah. his like lifelong goal, but he never gets to see his family. Oh, yeah, and his sucks. kid hates it. Like the main character hates the main character from the last series, right? Like he hates his dad and everybody else is like, like Naruto's the coolest. And he's like, no, my dad's an idiot. I, <laughs> my dad's an idiot. My dad's a loser. <laughs> like, and I, yeah, I kind of love it. Uh, <laughs> Cause it's something that you don't get with a lot of those um, really cool action anime things is like a thought of like, huh, what happens in 10 years, 20 years? Yeah. I think this is supposed to be like 10 years after. Like what happens in ten years or that's fifteen years or something? Yeah, anyway. But it, it's kind of funny because yeah, it's like hey, yeah, my dad's a loser, and like oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like oh man, your dad is so great. And then like they have Sasuke in there, and it, he he like doesn't know what his kid looks like. He is, he goes off on a mission for so long that he tries to kill his own kid because he doesn't know what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's what I've been doing this week. Sorry. And I've been bumping cords that I shouldn't be touching. Oh, speaking of anime, I'll need to look this up mm-hmm. to verify, but I think the new Trigun is out. It is. It is out. What's I, it on? <laughs> it's on uh, Crunchyroll for sure, and probably on... Uh, Verve. Because I need to find it and start watching it. It's on Verve and and, and Verve and Because I think it's been a couple weeks at least. Yeah. I saw it after I was done watching today and I was just kind of like scrolling through like, whoa, what's coming up? I'm like, oh, that's out. Yeah, I meant to mention that on (laughs) Wednesday because I had had seen that earlier in the week that it had had been out. Yeah. Uh, Been looking forward to it for a while. Yeah, me (laughs) I have been as well, so I haven't really, but I hadn't really started it, but I should. I, uh, <laughs> I've had to, I had you to You watched some, the original, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I checked out the original one. I really liked it, so. It's still my favorite anime. It's pretty good. It was pretty good, so. We'll see how that turns out. Anyways, that's all that I had for that week, for this week. Let's move on to our news stories. Yeah. News stories. Tom Hardy has announced that pre-production on Venom 3 has started. Yeah, I didn't know they were getting a 3 greenlit. I hadn't heard about that. So I was kind of excited to hear about that because... It seemed like I'd heard something, at least in the rumor mills a while back about it. Right, right. I hadn't heard anything official. Nothing official, yeah. But if Tom Hardy's announcing... He announced it with like a um, a deleted scene from one of the other movies. Ah. Uh. Put it out. Yeah, so put out a lot of stuff, and I thought that looked really... 
yeah, I think I think that's really interesting. I I like the I like Tom Hardy's Venom. I do too. Um, he he does it. Yeah, I I like how he plays Eddie Brock. I just wish it wasn't Sony. Yeah, me too. Like um, it's it's fun, but I I do think that uh, if Marvel had a little bit more reins on it, it'd be better. If Marvel had more reins on it, though, we wouldn't get the Venom that we're getting. Like, That's fair. We would have never gotten Venom goes to a rave because Eddie <clears throat> abandons him. <laughs> like that would have never happened, and that was like. Are you are you telling me that uh, Venom wouldn't want to go fist bumping with a bunch of teens? Mm-hmm. Yes, I I can hundred percent say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, just some of the like more silly stuff they threw in there wouldn't. Pro- I mean, they have silly stuff in Marvel, but no, I don't think to that degree. Yeah, that's fair. Have you forgotten already? The silliness that was Modoc. I I deleted just saying, it from my memory. Just saying. Just yeah. just just to prove your statement wrong there, just slightly. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, mm, mm. I'm trying to Marvel run. can screw up badly too. I'm just saying no, well like I don't think in Sony's case that was as much of a screw up. No. It was just like it's like, okay, so it's a little bit of a comedy. Yeah. And I think Marvel's portrayal of Venom is kind of always going to be the more villain monster type thing. I don't yeah. think they're going to get like, I don't, I <clears throat> wish we were, but I highly doubt we're ever going to get to the like lethal protector venom. Unfortunately, mm. uh, uh, Marvel, if Marvel did venom today, it would take two, two, three, four years before they got to lethal protector. But if they get venom today, then it's going to be this venom. Right. Assuming they do get this venom, and if they do get this venom, I will retract my statement and be absolutely wrong. I just don't think it's, I don't see it in the cards, unfortunately. I want it, but I don't see it. I mean, they're already tied together, so it'd be dumb for them to get rid of this venom and do a different venom. Yeah, but then there's no vi- Spider Man fighting against venom, or no reason to have that happen. Mm. Other than like Tom Hardy's leg. That's a different Tom. There can be only one. Or Eddie Brock isn't Venom anymore. Or oh uh, yeah, but uh, maybe go back to what's his face being Venom. I think they also kind of wasted Scream. So yeah, yeah, they they really they, they really did. Yeah, they wasted Scream. I think yeah, which it would have been really cool, but I don't know. I I do. I do 100% agree that they kind of severely dropped the ball on that. But anyway, Venom 3. Anyway, cool. Venom 3. I'm excited. We'll see how it turns out. That next story that you posted, I has a cringe factor that's off the charts. Oh, yeah. Cringe factor is up to 1,000. Um, <clears throat> uh, if you remember at the end of Hawkeye, they had this thing that was Rogers, the... Uh, musical, and apparently uh, that's coming to Disney's California Adventure as a thing you can go see. So, like an attraction, like a running show. I mean, it, <clears throat> it was funny. It in, was fu- in I, yeah. Hawkeye. I think I'm. I think it I'm being a you. real thing for people to go see. 
I don't know when when I when I when I was going through and seeing your posts, I kind of threw open my mouth when I saw that one. Not yeah, gonna lie. Uh, I I think it's funny as the 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 like the running joke within the show. Yeah, the running joke within the show was good, but I don't know like. <clears throat> so now without that, it oh it's annoying. now they made a, it's incredibly annoying. Wait. It's so weird. It's so weirdly meta, isn't it? Like where they go, mm-hmm. where they've decided, like, "Hey, here's this thing that's making fun of our other thing. Now we're gonna make a park and make fun of ourselves within the park." Very confusing. I, I don't know. I wonder if that's just like a show they're gonna run and they're gonna run other ones. I really hope they run other ones too. Oh, I'm sure they will. I, I really hope they do. Maybe they'll use that theater to do that Spider-Man thing and not hurt a bunch of people in the Spider-Man suit. Like they did for Broadway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, they have... Um, uh, they have shown a new trailer for the Resident Evil 4 remake they're doing. So basically, they've been going through and remaking all their Resident Evil games. They've gone up to th- three. This will be four, right? And, and they're and they're doing they're doing that just for the updated graphics and stuff like well, that. Well, not only the updating graphics, they've been updating like gameplay too. Right, they're just like a whole total like, like revamp for like modern consoles and stuff. like yeah, that. Yeah, they've been revamping it entirely though. It's been really like really interesting. It's a remake, not a not a remaster. Right, right, and so like they take a lot of iconic moments and move them around or like shift things. So like, is it one or two? I think it was in the first one. They were supposed to there's like hallway with the, with the zombie dogs. Right. They actually moved that so that when people went through it and they like expected it to happen, and then it didn't happen, and then they went in and like two hallways later it happened to them all over See, again. Doing that is smart. I I think so too. I really like that. Well, in like in some of the other games they have like uh, in they have Mister they have Mister X and he fall and he allegedly in the older games followed you around. Um, but the AI was not there at the time, so it was just really well scripted. Now he actually follows you around. So if you shoot, he goes close. He he's, he comes to find you. Oh dang! Yeah. So yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So yeah, yeah. So they, the, the remake stuff they've actually like really revamped a lot of stuff they didn't yeah. have the technology to do when they first announced these or, or released these rather. Um, We've also changed some of the mechanisms, puzzles, all kinds of stuff. So, and this one, yeah, Resident Evil 4 is kind of fun because it was the dual thing. So there's two, you could follow a path with two characters and you could switch between them all, all the time. Right. So that, yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be really great. I saw that. That was really interesting. Then I got a sad thing. Um, what, Nintendo? So, yeah, Nintendo's not going to be at E3 yeah, again this year. Joining the list. The joining list. So, first Xbox and Sony, <laughs> I, and now Nintendo. I'm seeing this, and I'm kind of wondering, like, what's up with E3? Like, the company, well, like, the organization. It's it's not E3. It's, at least with Nintendo, it's, right. they're pulling out due to a lack of major releases to promote. Right, but they, yeah, because they're promoting them on their... Which is still weird. But they've been promoting them on their, on their own channel, but still, I'm confused. I, like... I'm a little suspect of E3 itself because if all these people keep pulling out like every year, it's it's kind of a wonder why they 
Like, I don't know. What's up with that show? Every year, it's just this year specifically. Yeah, they pulled out last. Uh, they pulled out last year too. E three didn't happen last year, did it? Uh, or am I thinking of no, that was year before? Year before. That's yeah. E three right. happened last year, but like a couple people pulled out of that too. Anyway, e- Nintendo's not going to be an E three, which is sad, but that's okay because they've kind of announced a lot of stuff already that I'm pretty excited for. So yeah. Do you do you think it's just because like other companies have found out that like they can like release their content or like drop upcoming stuff um, under their own title and name for maybe not as much money? I yeah, I kind of think that might be some part of the case or like because <clears throat> Nintendo has its direct has its directs right, and that's and, what, that's what I'm assuming everyone's I mean, kind of following suit and, on. And that. the thing is that like I think if they if like Nintendo and Sony, and even if Microsoft decided to join this, and like if they split up their releases and their big announcements, right? They become like that the most important news that week. I don't know that that might be the case, and I'm not sure if it is, but curious if it is. I I feel like that like just to some degree that kind of has to be like the um. That that has to be it, right? Because like like I said, it's like you go to these conventions, you have to pay people to stay there, and, and you're spending all this money on a booth and so on and so forth. And so they're like, you're basically paying someone else money. Yeah. Right? But then it's like you could spend the same amount of money, hold your own event, and you're kind of spending the money on yourself. Right. Rather than putting it, like you're still putting it the money away, but like almost kind of generally keeping it in-house. Well, and the thing is that the only real downside is the live audience the live audiences don't get to see it but yeah no i i absolutely agree i think like the the you know the um the biggest thing is like you like you said the live audience well and it might be just because like it might be all another way to like fully control their narrative you know fully control the narrative around their stuff because if people like they've had a lot of times where they had leaks in the you know to e3 panels that they weren't supposed to they were supposed to wait a day to talk about press and they didn't that's so i wonder if they're just like well we'll just release stuff when we want to release it yeah no they i mean they could really is all i'm saying is nintendo i know you're not going to e3 this year maybe use a couple of those extra dollars and you know censor review copies of tears of the kingdom and uh, metroid remake and you know a few others it's like oh, yeah, e3 did not happen last year oh it didn't okay no I, you know, what am i gonna think of I don't know. Oh. Do you do you I think, think you're right? Sorry. Do you think uh, part part of it has to be also like, like because because of COVID, so many events got put on hold for so long, and even some events are now thinking about coming back. It's just like after a while, you kind of you you died, right? Like the like the anticipation and the love that it was well, like looking forward to that's kind of just like dissipated like people have found other ways to kind of like well and i can see that also like the work you probably have to put into putting together an e3 presentation and experience for people right you just don't have to spend that money now and you can instead invest that in games yeah that's fair so um uh so in other gaming news um 
Hogwarts Legacy uh, has uh, sold a, just a bajillion, uh, actually uh, 12 million units. Not a, so that's what I mean by bajillion, 12 million units in its first, in its first two weeks. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's real good. Well, not only that, too, like, what, what's, what, what's crazy is, like, I think it was, like, the most streamed game on Twitch for a long time. I think it didn't, it broke its trending because some other slightly more controversial game for a while. And I don't even think that game lasted that long. Well, the thing is that, like, it, for certain games, they're, you know, they're going to rule the roost because they're competitive. Yeah, this is a this isn't a competitive game really. So there's only it's only gonna last for so long, in the, in the number one spot. Right. Uh, just because like you know if you've seen it enough times you kind of seen it all. It's not gonna change up a whole lot. Yeah. And it's not like you know it's not a PvP thing like Call of Duty or like Fortnite where it's gonna change every single time. Some of that's just gonna be this different people playing through the same levels in different ways, but. It is really cool. I mean, that, that's awesome. Um, I saw oh, this one made me. This one made me a little. Mm, I was looking forward to this game, but I'm not now. I'm a little hesitant. Um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League is confirmed as a uh, live service game, and it's going to require an online connection. That was kind of like the Avengers game. The yeah, the Avengers game. I don't know why you do that in a game with a story like this like <clears throat> it kind of works for destiny or it works for destiny but man that live service thing really kills a lot of games yeah i i mean i <clears throat> i'm more than happy to pay for like skins in certain games but every time they say it's just gonna be skins it's really not it's, you know, things that enhance your character and make the game easier. So you're paying to be better at the game, and I I just, that, that just irks me. But that's different than live service. Uh, anytime they have, well, why, they, why would they require a live service to play a single-player game then? Yeah, I feel like... I, I don't know, but there's plenty of games that require that that have nothing to do with microtransactions and stuff. I think it's mostly to live stream updates as they happen. I mean, I'm not sure. That's just updates. That's something that I've always questioned when games started becoming live service like that, where you yeah. had to have a connection to play. I don't know. I just. <laughs> but all the ones that I've played have, have not been anything to do with okay, microtransactions well, or anything I, like that. Just every time I see a live service one, I think that it's like. I think I'm gonna have another Avengers thing where I like, where I can't play the game unless I put up enough money to get no. my Hulk's uh, backbone to have enough numbers to punch the things hard no, enough. To, that's not what live service means. It just means that you have to have a live connection to play it. Well, that's all I that means. I don't understand why for the single player. I don't understand what, why for most games, but that's yeah. what that is. Okay. I'm a little. Anyways, okay. Uh, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna jump to another video game one, and then we can jump back to the comics one because I kind of put these out of order. Uh, <clears throat> Elden Ring, uh, the game has sold 20 million units. Uh, that's which 
That's as impressive, huge. but as long as it's been out, that makes Hogwarts Legacy that much more impressive. Uh, oh, no, no. That is, yeah. Too. So <laughs> it's old 20 and it's been out for like several months. I, I think. Maybe. Uh, actually, yeah. It's been out a year now. Elden Ring has been out for a year. Has it been a year? And has sold 20 million units. How, oh, and how much was Legacy has been out for a couple of weeks and sold, sold 12 million or In its units. first two weeks, it yelled, yeah. sold 12 million. I think it made some records, I, but I can't remember what those I were. I think the difference between Hogwarts Legacy and Elden Ring is the ability of child murder. Um, I think it's all. Jake is wrong! How? Why? How am I I'm, wrong? You probably get to. I, you uh, you get a, to use I'm, the killing in, curse in, on in your the fellow Dark Souls students. Dude, have you played any Dark Souls games? You kind of do some messed up stuff. Wait, can you? Probably. I, there's, okay, the, uh, see, there's not a probably. I need a guarantee. I, I haven't played it. So I haven't I played Elden Ring know. either. So, but uh, Elden Ring is the kind of game where you can decide that, so, like, you don't like directly, like kick a child in the face but see there's a difference i don't want to just kick a child in the face you may kill them with a curse that makes them die forever or you may curse them to live forever as a horrific monster so you know there's that why why did you answer that with a smile (laughs) because the kid that flipped him off comes to mind (laughs) you're like like, oh you're like you get to live forever (laughs) you get to Hope you like scootering, cause you'll never stop scootering again. Oh. So like, how how you also said make them die forever? How how does one die forever? Uh, that sounds like the famous one. Die forever. Double O seven. Die forever. Because they're because it's weird magical lands and it does. Because there. Do you want me to try to explain the story of Dark Souls to you now? Is that Dark Souls, the agent who dies forever. You you remember Jonathan tried to describe it one time, right? Yeah, but this is also coming from a guy who wanted to make his argument on a napkin. Yes. While proving the point where his argument was wrong. That's true. I don't remember that argument, so... I don't remember that argument, but anyways, it was a Stranger okay. Things when he was like saying, "Oh, the guy in the upside, the upside down, what the mind flayer can't see past the upside down." Oh, that uh, that that argument. That that is just speculation at best. We know like so much more now, but anyway. Um, hey, uh, Valve apparently tricked forty thousand Dota cheaters. Um, into revealing themselves and then banned all of them. Oh, so they hid this like they hid this code that like basically it was in the Dota files, right? That you're not supposed to be able to access during the game, right? And anybody who accessed it, like the any cheating thing, any cheating thing that accessed it, they can just see like accessed it, yes or no. And if you accessed it, they knew you were cheating. And if they knew you were cheating, you got banned forever and ever. So, like, your IP address is blocked, like... You're banned from a competitive play as well. So, if you can't be in a tournament. So, you got to basically remove your router, whole new Wi-Fi, yeah. all new setup, just to, like, play you the got game. A li- you got a lifetime ban, essentially. Dang. I mean, you can probably get a new computer, a new router, and... Uh, Still, that's a lot of work. So, like, here's here's my thing, is, is like, what I don't understand, like, okay... I, I suck at video games. Yeah, and this yeah. is coming from someone who sucks at video games. Yeah. 
part of the fun is the like the sucking part and getting better. I don't understand well, people why they feel the necessary need to cheat. I think it's the like the competition's fun, right? Right. And the competition is no fun if you can't lose. It's like playing D and D with invincible characters. Well, like yeah. you try to book what you should have done. Yeah, but like why? Like if you're playing this against people that can't play against you, then why don't you just play by yourself? They, yeah, that, yeah. Like so, here's the thing, right? Like games that I feel like are appropriate for cheat codes are The Sims. Yeah. And Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's like... The offline components of those, yeah. There's no point. Or even, or like, Tony Hawk's Underground. Where, like, the cheats that you get for it are just to kind of, like... They're, they're okay. whimsical. Yeah, they're whimsical and they're to enhance the game for a short period of time. It's not to, like, auto-win. Yeah, like... That's that's the only time, like... I feel like it's... It, it, it's it's appropriate. Yeah, and why for like yeah? I mean like, the thing is too for like for Dota like, yeah, it's, I because it's usually pretty obvious if you're cheating at that point on that. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, pretty quick. I just I don't I I personally oh. don't understand Dota cheaters. I don't I don't understand it, and it's it just like, well like just cheating in general like okay like so here's the thing right like if. They have built-in cheat codes, right? Where you put in a search bar and you can type in a cheat. I feel like that's allowed because the game has been built to allow you to access those type of things. Right. But if you have to, like, break the game, hack into files that you should not be allowed to get to, then, like, I, I'm like, well, I'm trying to understand okay. the psychology of why. Like, what, what, what's, what do you benefit from that? I, see, I'm... I quit quit like, dodging the question, Matt. Tell me, what do you benefit from that? I didn't cheat on video games. We we know that you cheated on Dota. I. It says Matthew Bonner Moss cheated on Dota. Yeah. You're I, the only person to do it. Not savvy enough to do that. <laughs> I couldn't even make a Minecraft server on my own computer. I don't think that's <laughs> really in my wheelhouse. Uh, but we, we do know what you can make on a Minecraft server. <laughs> I, I didn't make anything. That is the, that is uh, Dylan and Elisha. Those two are both married now. Is it still there? I mean, my Switch still exists, so yes. You should check tonight. I just need to know. Okay, I'll check tonight. So I can sleep better. Okay. <laughs> no, um... Regardless of the various statues you create in Minecraft. Right. Uh, <laughs> But like I, for like games, I'm so I'm all for, I'm all for like I'm all for games like I came like when you had like Fallout or you had like um, or Call of Duty or something like that where you can change your class or you can update yourself to like have a really good class that's hard to beat, but you're not invincible. Because when you're cheating, you're basically like you know when you're cheating, you're doing stuff that like you shouldn't be able to do, and that that's yeah, but yeah, that breaks We're, stuff. Also talking about cheating in a multiplayer game. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like Fallout 76. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like an adult beverage. Is that Kool Aid? It is Kool Aid. One hundred percent. This just in. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Kool Aid. Um, 
Are you losing your cool? Well, we have the aid for that. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Kool-Aid. Uh, why Why are, like, our copies for, like, non, like, paid advertisements always better than the ones that we actually, like, get stuff from? Like, the Dr. Sosh Squatch one was smooth. I know, right? Ugh. Maybe uh, we're in the wrong business. <clears throat> so, Jake, did you see the thing about the Pokemon card? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, I was uh, driving when I saw that, but there I will uh, is, see uh, the thing. There's a rare Pikachu variant of the Illustrator card. Um, it is going up. Uh, it's a PS uh, from 1998. It's a PSA 8. Um, An 8? Yeah. The starting bid... Uh, Dropped 900,000? Yeah, no, well, yeah, no, the starting bid right now, that that's the one that sold earlier, that last, that's the one that sold last month. One selling now for 480 starting bid. So, uh, this is, okay, so, it, it it's crazy, right? So, I have one of the B- American Band cards with Misty on it. Uh-huh. That was given to me by one of Alexa's clients, and it's crazy, like, so... I, I don't we, we talked about this a little bit, but this is how bad the inflation within the collector's market has gone. So because of what the Paul brothers did and finding out that those cards were fake mm-hmm. that he got, it permanently inflated the market because it was <clears throat> at that point the damage was done. Like literally he's like, oh, I'm selling this Charizard for a million dollars. It doesn't matter if it was fake or now because now other people have sold it for more. Right. Meaning well, you just like well, then it also casts doubt on, like, anything that isn't graded. So anything graded is now more valuable. Oh, yeah. How many cups did she use? I don't know. Katie, I made it. Oh. And <clears throat> if you're missing half the bag of sugar, that's the right amount of Kool-Aid sugar for a Kool-Aid. She definitely put a little bit more in. <laughs> it's perfect, though. You know, if she brought this Kool-Aid to the cookout, she would be invited. So, the auction's in 10 days. It's cool. So, I yeah. think I'll just, uh, I have $900,000 to spare. Yeah, you got it right. You yeah, know, that's yeah, yeah. that's a that's a weekend's worth of haircuts. I think so. In 1920. Not even then. As a barber, I'd be making like 10 cents a cut. I was going to say, what? 1920 would be, like, broke. No, I think $900,000 in 1920 is, like, equivalent to, like, almost a billion. Yeah, you're pretty high up Because, like, in the 90s, $1,000 is worth $2,000 today. Remember when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was like, wow, millionaires? I don't know any of those. Now, like, everyone, like every other person on YouTube's like, yeah, so I got a $10 million contract. We should start a game show. Who wants a credit score above 700? <laughs> and then, like, if they complete the show, their credit score is, like, 750. Like, you know how many people would kill to be on that show? Mm. Uh, I'd be pretty good. Well, no, like, you would play to raise your credit score. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Mr. Good Credit Scorer. Pays his bills on time somehow. I don't do other things on time. I'm, I don't know how I 
I, I do I do auto pay. I do too. And I just don't touch my bank account. I move money that I spend to a different account. Um, and I also sell drugs recreationally, and that probably helps fund a lot of my hobbies. See, I take the drug money and I go buy comics, which is healthy for you. So I'm turning a bad habit into a good habit. That's how that works. Well, the children get high. I get educated. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> you guys didn't judge Lindsay for selling drugs to children. Why are you judging me? Uh, we did it all the time. That's why there's a joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, speaking what? of people that might be on drugs, uh, Marvel Comics says uh, is reviving the Ultimate Universe in Ultimate Invasion. How? Uh, How are they going to un? I, that's a good question. Because so, they got rid of it eight years ago. Apparently, they're gonna right, but bring they got rid back. of it by converting, like in Secret Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. You had Ultimate Universe and other universe, right, into each other. Maybe there's a and more like how, universe. How do you like? Do, is like evil Reed Richards gonna like split the universe somehow? Like what? what I don't are they, even. I don't even know, man. What does the article say? It just says like, oh, um, we're bringing it back, like. Uh, yeah. Um, Are they going to do like Jonathan a blip Hick- situation? I don't know. They said Jonathan Hickman's leading the team for it. Um, Hick, I, I knew Hickman was back. He's been back for a while. There's a new four issue series coming out called Ultimate Invasion, and it's gonna bring back the Ultimate Universe. Okay, so theory, right? So you remember how we had the Illuminati mm-hmm. back in Infinity? Like, basically kick off this whole event of, like, all the way up to Secret Empire, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, the Illuminati were, like, destroying other worlds, keeping them from colliding with the 616. Yeah. What if, right, because we had evil Reed Richards, what if there was another ultimate Illuminati, part of, like, the, I think it's, like, what, the 383, whatever. Whatever universe, yeah, I don't know. So the ultimates, essentially, we'll call them, not the Illuminati, the Deep State. Just for descriptive purposes. So what if the Ultimates had the deep state? New was aware that, hey, like, our Earth is going to collide with the 616. We don't have the capability to, I guess, prevent this cataclysmic event. So what if we create, like, a pocket dimension, kind of like Hank Pym's little pocket dimension that he put that the, the prison in? Something similar. So that way, a good chunk of the universe is protected from the the event. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with it. And they, then so when they obviously now that it's been like, what, eight years, the ground has settled. Now, the ultimate universe now can invade and like back into existence. Maybe if, if I was writing, that's what I would do. Right. Is be like, hey, like they were aware of this the whole time. They knew it was futile to try to protect themselves, and the best way to do that is to, I guess, um, enact a like a, a bomb shelter type of a protocol. And now that they're out, you have, I don't know, 
In, unless there's like other heroes and villains that we thought were destroyed in the Ultimate Universe coming back for Acts of Vengeance. That's possible. I mean, is there a trailer? Uh, no, there is. There is a um, preview gallery. So far, hmm. just the just the preview page. Some preview pages, but not if I take a look. It doesn't really show you much, man. What's the lithograph? Lip- okay, it's not showing you a whole so lot. So that's Evil Reed Richards we see right there. Yeah, but I mean, that could be a lot of things. And isn't every Reed Richards evil Reed Richards? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Uh, the ultimate... Well, I can't say he's a total douchebag Reed Richards because that's also every Reed Richards. Yeah, I was going to say, hold um, on. That's that's everyone. Sorry. The most self-aware Reed Richards, <laughs> um, so, which is the evil one. That's weird. The self-awareness makes him more evil. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Maybe because he's, like, he's aware of it, so he's just like... I could change, but I'm not going to. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, we just have the, like I said, they were, those are just the five preview pages, so it's not much to go off of. Yeah. I mean, we see Miles Morales hanging out with 616 Reed Richards. Right. And then we have self-aware Reed. Um, well, yeah, and if they're invading, I imagine. We see Ultimate Thor with his hammer and. Oh, man. I mean, either way, dude. So here's the thing: hey. Hickman's a great. He, he's he's, he's, no, he's, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. So I, it's probably gonna be good. I mean, gosh, man, do you remember like the stuff he was doing for the X Men at the time for like Inferno, and yeah, like yeah. House of X, Death of X, or whatever, mm-hmm. and like how he like completely changed the X Men. Like his oh, yeah. X Men runs were probably the best that we've ever had. They were some of the better ones for sure. So um, listen, as long as they. Um, <clears throat> as long as they keep Thunderstrike in the '90s where he belongs, oh, then that's fine. Amen. Um, so talking about comic books, I don't know if you guys saw, but so Mark Brooks has been wanting to do the corner box um, variants for a long time, and he actually got. Is he actually doing it? Yeah. So I sent one of them a while ago. Um, let me let me pull him up. So, yeah, it's uh, so he two days ago on his uh, social media, he said it's happening. Marvel's going to let hashtag let Mark corner box for the X-Men and Avengers 60th anniversary. Um, he's doing a bunch of them, so he's going like, to keep them out for through, uh, you know, 2023. But so far we see a, you know, classic corner box with the Avengers on there in his style, mm-hmm. which looks oh, yeah. fantastic as always. And then. The classic X-Men as well. And so these are going to be variants, honestly. And dude, I, you know what? I've always loved the corner box art in the classic Marvel comics, and I really want them to bring that back. Um, you know, so I do. These are just fantastic. I'm definitely going to be picking up uh, some of these, some of these variants, you know, especially in Mark Brooks's like style. So it's uh it's really cool. Um, I don't know if you saw, but so the corner box variants for yeah. Avengers and X Men, and it'd yeah. be really cool to see him do some, um, maybe like the Masters of Evil, 
That would be um, very cool. The Midnight Suns are back, so like they they them getting a corner box would be really oh, cool. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they fixed. I think they expanded the Midnight Suns too, with that uh, game. Oh yeah, they did a little bit. So and they have a new series that just dropped. Yeah, it was right, yeah, right around so. the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> he posted that the other day on his Instagram. Yeah. I was like, I think I saw that. Yeah, I think I put it in our group chat. I was really excited. I was like, oh, man, that's like those are some pretty covers. Um, so that's a that's cool, guys. That's a really cool story that just came out. OK, so one what's, more story. What's this voice you're doing? <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's a great voice. <laughs> uh, it's my it's I'm, I'm having a stroke voice. Uh, so once you're enjoying your Kool-Aid voice, it's a Kool-Aid voice, guys. Yeah, so. So one more story. Apparently, um, on a uh, <clears throat> on a earnings call uh, on Thursday, the uh, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO uh, David Zaslav uh, announced that they are going to make more Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, like they're they're talking right now with the rights holders. Yeah, they ha- <coughs> they have the rights from. I'm assuming from. They've gained the rights from New Line, I'm assuming. No, well, no, no, because remember, they, the rights got pulled over to that one company. Yeah, I remember that one company bought them out for whatever reason, and people were like, why? And they just never explained why they bought them. They just did. I think they just wanted bragging rights. Uh, that is the... Um, really? The Nothing? That was that was that was good. That wasn't gold. I mean, it was... That was, that was clever. That was... That was... That was... Dude, don't even... Brass that was best. good. No, Brass no, best, friend. shut up. You don't even know comedy. <laughs> don't don't get at me with that. That was good. That was clever. Um, I have no idea what you were doing. So so I said they did it for that. was like they just bought it just to buy it. And I was like, they did it for the bragging rights. You both of you could just <laughs> shove it. That was good. I don't uh, care what you say. That was that was good. Embracer Group was the one. That, remember that one that bought the. It yeah. Out. I- ignore oh, okay. it because you both know you suck. I don't even care about Lord of the Rings now. No, I didn't say it wasn't good. I just didn't get it, Jake. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I said um, brass. Brass isn't bad. Brass is great. Brass is shiny. No, and then it gets all oxidized and turns into whatever the Statue of Liberty is. No, that's copper. Never mind. That's <laughs> copper. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but so a movie that I would love to see is like the apocalypse event that he kind of like loosely wrote where like Morgoth pretty much wins. That would be dumb. Why? Because, that, because he threw that away for a reason. He didn't use that because it would still be fun to watch as a movie. It the Lord of the Rings apocalypse would be pretty dope, actually. You cannot tell me. They're, like obviously it's not canon like anyone who like understands like yeah that's not it but you know how many people would go into that movie no. be like they did all that and he, they just lost and then people would just be upset who's an unreliable character like a really unreliable one Sauron Sar- no 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 Sauron doesn't lie remember we need a, li- a liar because he's, really he's like funny. he's like Morgoth's Starscream it would have been really funny if like they had a if they had like, Wait, s- they had this whole epic movie, epic apocalypse, 
and then it's an old man telling like children a story. One of the kids is like, "I don't think that happened." And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> no, it's it's J.R. Tolkien reading it, and his grandkids like, "Is that how it's really going to happen?" He's like, "Nah." <laughs> and that's the end of the he movie. He just like has a screenplay in his hand, goes, or, "Nah." How about let's it. just make stuff? He's he's like from he, the thousands of years of lore that we have. Yeah, yeah, that's it fair. would be amazing on screen. <laughs> when C.S. Lewis becomes Catholic, it will, <laughs> and then walks off. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was really butthurt about that. Apparently, so, oh really? Yeah, I don't know why he took it personally. He that's was mad because C.S. Lewis wasn't Catholic. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, I don't. He was, he was really butthurt about that. And I'm like, that's a weird, like, cool. Like, you <laughs> saved a dude. Take the win. <laughs> it's it's not about the win. It's how, it's how you win. That's All right. Are we ready to go to break? Uh, <clears throat> I think we are ready to go to break. Uh. Do we want to do our comic book before or after break? Uh, yes. yes. We'll do it before break. After break. Both? A little bit of both? Before. No. In the middle? No. Yes. Okay. No. Quite. No. Maybe. Okay. Yes. yes. Sometimes. Shall we uh, run an ad quick? Sure. Yeah. Um, talking about running, we're going to go ahead and tell you about a fun little thing called Run Against Traffic, or at least Tommy's going to. I'm Tommy Green, the executive director of Run Against Traffic. We exist to give everyday people like you the tools necessary to fight against human trafficking and raise awareness and funds for the long-term aftercare of its victims. Become someone's superhero today at irunagainsttraffic.com. I got, um, I got, I got pre-Kool-Aid. Is it, is it is it sugar free sadness? It's uncool. It's uncool. <laughs> it's uncool. <laughs> also that's, known as water. <laughs> so anyway, so it's a sugar free sadness. We've got Punisher Kill Crew number five to yeah. talk about. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Does that make Matt part of the SS? How does drinking water make me part of the SS? Sugar free sadness, but they take out the F and the acronym. Because they wanted you to seem like a Can bad you person. Stop trying to make me a Nazi. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't see. You wear glasses. <laughs> Get it, Nazi? You're oh. a bad person. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Punisher Kill Crew. We've been reading the uh, Punisher Kill Crew. It is Matt's pick. Um, for us to read and review, and we are re- reviewing the fifth and final installment of the book, and then kind of uh, talk about the series all together. Um, I have to say, for this one, it uh, it was a good ending and closing. Um, wasn't my favorite, but I think the reason why is because it was definitely like a... Um, because it was like the end of the road or end of the story type of a feel. And you could kind of feel that wind down for it. Yeah. Um, 
which doesn't make it necessarily bad, right? Like, I think the middle issues were probably my favorite because you are in the middle of the climax and all the craziness and stuff like that. Um, but overall, I think it was still a really good book with great art um, and some pretty, pretty good wallpaper moments. Um, if I say, say so myself, so for sure. Um, uh, uh, man, I don't, I'm trying to figure out like where to start. Basically this, this issue starts where like everybody's down basically, except for foggy who is now running away. Um, and he has that, that action movie moment where he's like, no, we got to turn around. Yeah, and honestly, it, like like every issue, like I I know I did this on our TikTok, but I really believe you could take this book, this comic book, and you can create a four or five part, six part D and D campaign from it. Yeah, a hundred percent. You just replace uh, Punisher with a fighter. Yeah, you know? no. So like, here's the thing, all right? Like, if I were like, hey, I have a campaign idea, and I think I might actually want to do this, where like. The 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 main goal is for you to travel and avenge the orphans' parents, and you set up whatever. You could basically come up with like the the encounters and run them the same, honestly. Yeah. Um, but so my wallpaper moment for uh for this is when Foggy comes back, like you said, to save it, and he's literally using the ram as a battering ram, pushing a comment it is pretty awesome um i also like that you know the 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 black knight is here but he's mostly here because he carries a sword his sword like seriously his sword is his sword is the character the black knight's just kind of there yeah he's around to hold the sword yeah for other people to grab it (laughs) because like yeah he, he kills some people but like he doesn't get the cool ones. He's like the cool. He's like the guy with the cool outfit. Um, my other wallpaper moment was when, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, so Foggy's like, I mean, you killed the two muggers and the navigator. You promised to set free, and the Punisher just goes, "I was never going to set him free." <laughs> so he like intentionally like he like gets super close to the earth and just rams the front of his van into the ground. Yeah, and so you just see this panel where he, like, crashed the mugger and the dagger's stuck in this dark elf's head from him ramming his van from space into this dude. Um, you know, and then, and then like, right after this wacky, like, Goonies-esque adventure, you know, they all fist bump and high-five. Um, the Punisher offers to pay Foggy and Pizza for some lawyering, and then he goes right back to classic Punisher. Um pretty quickly yeah yeah he just kind of like also he just kind of takes off the medieval helmet it's like okay middle medieval like the my cool weird viking space adventure over yeah he's like this yeah. gimmick's done um i do like that they took a um a crew picture like a picture with the like of everybody on top of the giant set um my question is who took the picture <laughs> You you know what I bet you it was the dark elf. I mean, was I, that actually a picture, or was that yeah. just them posing? Well, with it outside the guy's house. There's a there's the, the picture of the head. 
Well, I I know. I thought that was supposed to be. Uh, I think that's them just posing. Here, Wait, did me, they bring the head with them? Let me see. What's the? I misunderstood. Maybe I misunderstood. Because I thought that was the that was his like evidence picture. Hmm. Yeah, that could be. So may, I don't know. Maybe Foggy had his camera phone and it's still oh, out yeah. of charge. Never mind. No, yeah, I, that is a picture because he hands him the phone to see it. The question, I, the thing is, no, like, this is totally a gang photo. Here's the thing: I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they like parked the van and they made the elf take the picture. They're like, yeah, <laughs> can you take this picture real quick before we leave? Yeah, Thanks. I guarantee you, Frank's like, if you want to live, you'll take this picture. And then he's like, yeah, but I, I, I wanted Mayfair. <laughs> Um, okay. but dude, ugh. I, I have to say, dude, like, honestly, as far as a, as a run goes, it's, it's top it's, notch. Well, it's top notch cause it's nice and like condensed, right? Like, mm. cause <clears throat> you can kind of, because it's the end of world of realms, they kind of could have thrown anybody that you didn't see in like, you didn't see. Right. Well, they could have done like a bunch of side issues, tie-ins or whatever. Well, and then like the last time in the comics that you'd seen the Juggernaut before this was when Thor, like like probably a half a year before that, just beat the tar and stuffing out of the Juggernaut. Um, it was that event where he was trying to basically get his hammer back. Oh, yeah. And he used all the fake hammers and just broke like a hundred hammers on his head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's the last time in the comics that you've seen him before that. Yeah. I want to see... Now I just want to kind of... Like, I kind of want to see Juggernaut comics. Like, the Juggernaut doesn't get to be a... A good guy. A good guy enough. He's always, like, the evil brother of, like, Professor X. When really he's, like... Out of the two, he's not the bad guy. He's just, like... Well, so no, because here's He's the thing, right? So, like, for sure, I but. think the Juggernaut's selfish, right? But I think the difference between the two is, is like, I think the Juggernaut's not as arrogant, and he's also not ashamed of being like, "Hey, like I have means to like that." I like he's willing to do what it takes to get what he need, what needs done. Right. Where Professor X will come up with excuses of like, "Well." We're the good guys, so we have to like kill these people or do these things. And the Juggernaut's like, no, like at least he's honest about it. That's fair. That's like, fair. The Professor X is inherently a much worse person than his brother. Xavier would never go save some orphans and kill a bunch of frost giants. Xavier would be like, "Well, he's like orphans. You mean child soldiers?" Yeah. <laughs> Like the the juggernaut's a better person in my opinion. Is he's a smart? He's really intelligent, but his common sense is like zero, zero wisdom. Yeah, well, like he's like now he's kind of like he's a force of nature, right? But he's not like a he's not really good or evil. Just kind of is like, he, and if he's he'd be a really good hero for hire, honestly. Like that's the group mm-hmm. he belongs with. That'd be great. Um, but I do agree with you. I like the, you really got a lot of depth to like who the juggernaut is as a character. You got that in this like silly Punisher yeah. story, which is weird. Cause like you really saw who he is like as a person, right? Cause you think this juggernaut, this mean brooding 
bloodthirsty killer, and it's just like a fo- yeah. a badly drawn picture of orphans is what breaks this man down. <laughs> and then obviously he's not doesn't handle which is weird. He doesn't handle gore very well because he upchucked a bunch in the, the Punisher van. Um. So, yeah, which is having Frank Castle as your friend is not the right person if you've got a sensitive stomach. Well, it's funny because like like Foggy Nelson didn't even throw up. Foggy Nelson was like, it's funny because like Foggy, this is a uh, like Foggy Nelson's the like straight man in this crew, and he would never in like any time spend any time with a like Punisher or the or Black the ju- Knight or, or the, any with any of them maybe the Black Knight but not the Juggernaut and not not the Punisher you're right the Black Knight wouldn't hang out with him because he's too cool yeah Foggy Nelson's like the the weird nerdy kid that like the way I see it is like if the Punisher was the older brother Foggy Nelson's the little brother and Foggy Nelson only came because mom said so oh no no I see I think my I think it's deeper uh, Matt, Matt Murdock is the older brother. Foggy Nelson's the younger brother. So it's your, it's your, not re- your classmate, not even like a friend, but somebody you go to school with. It's his, yeah, that younger brother, and he wants to hang out, and you're like, just to not be mean. Yeah, I guess. I mean, oof. I guess you can worse. ride along. Don't <laughs> that's die. Ki- that's kind of what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's like, uh, hey, you're coming along. You want to come to Earth? Sure. He recruited those two. Foggy Hughes is kind of like, well, crap. Foggy's like, well, guess get in, don't die. Um, but o- overall, dude, like if I had to rate this out of uh, severed ice giant heads, five solid five. I, yeah. it I was it was a fantastic. I look. honestly, yeah, for just for the cheer, like just insanity of some of the stuff, because they could. And they yeah, did. the craziest crank to eleven in this one. The craziest sure. crank to eleven. But see, that's the thing too is like, even though it's like crank to eleven, it doesn't. It's not like overwhelming. You're like this is ridiculous. You're like, man, nope. this is ridiculous. <clears throat> I cannot wait for what's going to happen next. And it's not an overwhelming read. Like it's a five part thing. You know, if you don't really need to know a whole lot about these characters, you mm-hmm. need to know that Foggy Nelson knows Daredevil, the Juggernauts, the Juggernaut. Frank Cass likes to kill thing in the Black Knight's a cool dude. Exists. He has a cool sword. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's like... That's all you need to know. Yeah. Like, literally, that's all you need to know. And even if you don't, they give enough context for everything where you're like, cool, so this is how this universe works. Mm-hmm. Goats fly. Vans are awesome. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need to know. It was... Um, yeah. I... This is the... The reason I, one of the reasons I picked this is because this is my favorite kind of Punisher story too, where it's like the crazy magical friendship adventures. Well, the crazy stuff that like because <laughs> like because <laughs> you know it's cool and all when he's killing like regular gangsters, but when he's chasing frost giants through different realms using the dark Bifrost in his van. When like, you describe it like that, it, yeah, yet like all this stuff that like he shouldn't be doing like. You shouldn't be doing this. You know how in anime they have like those junior high editions of things? Like they have Attack on Titan junior high edition. Yeah. They should read, they should like redraw the story, but with like the Scotty Young variants where like they're children. <laughs> the junior high variants. So oh, it's like no. you have like the Punisher Kill Crew and then it's like the Friendship is Magic edition. And it's just like the Scotty Young style characters just like doing all the same stuff. I think it'd be fantastic. 
I would love to see some Scotty Young variants variants of the of the covers for this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think this got a van cover, but it should have. It really should have. It really should have got one. Like, you know how they were doing the action figure covers? Like, if they would have teamed up with Hot Wheels, just this well, black van with, like, the fantasy oh, painting on the side. Oh, no, because they were supposed to do, uh, they were doing ones for the War of the Realms. They mm-hmm. did all those van covers. And I'm surprised that this one didn't get it one. It should have. Honestly. Because, yeah, this isn't so, this is like a follow-up to the side issues for War of the Realms. Honestly, and like like I said, I think one of the things that I put on our TikTok was you really don't need to know anything that's going on in the universe right now. Like if you want a good oh, yeah. jumping on point and you're like, I want to get into comics. I don't know where to start. I have no idea about anything. I don't know anything like you could literally zero know nothing. Like you don't even have to know the names. This book, yeah. you could literally go in and be like, great. Like it provides context throughout the entire story. It gives background when it's needed. Right. And that's it. like all you need to know is Frost Giants killed some parents and the Punisher's not happy with it. And mm-hmm. he made some friends along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like I said, yeah, this this is kind of a nice to like, especially to contrast like some of the older Punisher stuff where they're like, who's the bad guy? It's this guy with a gun on his arm. Like that's cool, but yeah. like, it's nothing compared to like it's a frost giant or like the, like, the Kalima frost mystic, giant. It's mystical because that because like the the Dark Avengers stuff had that a lot. Where right. Savage Avengers rather had that stuff a lot. Where it's like this is mystical and like it's weird that the Punisher's here, but he's here. I what I really <laughs> wish is that they made kind of a jab at Batman, where like the Punisher's traveling through space with this goat, and he's like, I don't believe in magic. <laughs> and like does the fourth wall break and just looks and he's no. like, or like someone goes like what are you Batman <laughs> no no see the difference is the Punisher's smart <laughs> wise I just I, I, I will never get over that and Alex is like I just don't understand why he's the world's greatest detective yes and he still doesn't believe in magic standing literally in a mad and if they follow Shazam is at the table, he's a freaking wizard. If they follow and you're like, I don't believe in magic. Yeah. If they follow the canonical, um, if they follow the comics, there was a point in the comics where Batman was teleported somehow back to like old England. And he was hanging out with, um, it's the guy that turns into Etrigan. Oh, the, the hip hop demon. No, no, but, it's he he's teaming up with Etrigan and the guy who turns into Etrigan and right. Sherlock Holmes because they teleported through time and Sherlock Holmes existed. Yeah, but that's that's sciency. Yes, that, I know. Okay, well, how's this? Your father-in-law, saying, well, the Damien's grandfather, that turns into a demon by saying a chant. That, okay, that's the magic part. See, when your son's grandfather, your father-in-law, uh, goes into a pool and gets. Alived again? We're not talking about Batman. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that's true. Oh, that's true. We but no, no. Break um, so I, we can I, get I to think, our actual main topic. Yeah, so my, my last point to this Sorry. is: I think the moral of the story is friends that slay together, stay together. Sweet break. Cool. Hey guys. So apparently, I'm supposed to be smooth, but you know what? I'm not as smooth as. I'm not as smooth as Best Slope Coffee. The Best Slope Coffee 
of all the Rockies. You don't believe me? They have freaking awards. And you know what? You should reward yourself with a nice cup of joe. You can go down to Best Slip Coffee Co. in Fruit of Colorado. Oh, wait. You don't live here? That's because you're dumb. But you know what is not dumb? Going to Best Slip Coffee Co. where you can order a brand new subscription with varieties. And those varieties are... Bi-weekly, monthly, or a three-month barista choice box. They'll be sent directly to your home whenever you want. Don't be a dummy. Get Best Slip Coffee today. So, uh, we're going to skip the comics list because I don't feel like doing it, and it's my birthday, so wah. Um, But we are going to announce the next series. Uh, It's a three-part issue um, that we will be reading as a group called X-Men Hellbound. That's, from, um, uh, that's the one from 2010, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so, in case the readers at home are following along. Yeah, just to kind of give you an idea, fighting for the future of mutant kind, the X-Men are locked in battle with based on, I don't know who that is, uh, starving off his forces even by sacrificing themselves when magic is gravely injured in battle. She instinctively flees to the sanctuary of Limbo, only to fall into the clutches of a longtime adversary, hoping to wrest the powerful soul sword and control of limbo from her grasp. Now a small team of X-Men venture in after her, but they are not met only with unexpected peril, a horde of demons out for blood magic, nowhere in sight and concealed evil walking amongst amongst them. Um, yeah. So I figured it'd be a really fun read, um, kind of running off of the, uh, a little bit off of what we went off of with Matt, but maybe going into more of a little more serious direction sure, on there. Sure, and yeah. you know, the next men story is always really good to, to read. So, uh, yeah, cool. We'll be getting into that next week. Um, main yeah, topic. with that, we have a main topic. Steve, you want to introduce to us what our main topic is? <sighs> Our main topic is we're going to talk about cheeseburgers and why they are not showcased in season two of Vox Machina. Yeah, it's kind of Legend offensive. of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime. Rib. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Legends of Vox Machina. I know we mentioned it before. The season finale came out like, what, a week ago? Two by the time this episode's come out? The last one would have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. We wanted to binge it together and uh, do it as a birthday thing. So we're like, we're a oh, little yeah. late, but you know what? We're going to review it anyways because we want to. Um, and then next week we might do Cocaine Bear after we do a bunch of cocaine with bears. Dressed as bears. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, rating system. How do we want to do that? Oh. I That's think I think ballads, ballads, ballads. Okay, ballads. Yeah, sure. One hundred, one hundred percent. Um, that was still, still like all the episodes are really good. It's still my favorite one. Um, were were there a couple of ballads in this one? There were, but okay. none of them were. There were actually, there was one several. part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we could put accidental daddy fails, I'm but gonna put, <laughs> I'm gonna call it bardic ba- uh, bardic ballads. Bardic ballads. I agree. Absolutely. Um, ooh, so you guys are going to like my answer. Uh huh. One out of five. What? I'm not stupid. At five out of five. Are you kidding me? I was going to say, no. What? I loved it. Did we watch the same? We were, you were like, 
happy <laughs> and not crying out of sheer agony whilst watching this. No, I I, lo- I loved. Here's oh, yeah. here's the thing. Like, I don't give a lot of five out of fives, but this is just this series is fantastic. It is so good. I mean, yeah, I uh, I enjoyed. Yeah, I literally absolutely. enjoyed every episode. There wasn't an episode where like, oh, that episode was okay. Like, I genuinely thoroughly enjoyed every single episode. Every minute was engaging. It was just it was just chef's kiss all around. Well, and the thing is that they, they they did do some changes, and I'm cool with the changes. I'm fine with the changes. Yeah. So they did minor changes because they're like, yeah, we haven't established any of that stuff. Which is fun. Which is yeah. That's I mean, fine. they're the creators of it, so they could kind of do that. It's like when yeah. Robert Kirkman like changes things in like Invincible or The Walking Dead because he's like, well, I want to surprise the readers, and I made it, mm-hmm. so I'm allowed to. Well, yeah, and they definitely like and the the changes they made don't change the story really it's just no, yeah just they just changed some of the stuff some minor stuff stuff some of it was it just works better in the medium that they're the dragon, right the dragon butt thing so, is different <laughs> you have to tell me that but uh okay well later but what do you how many how many bardic ballads would you give oh us? man uh, is this a platinum album this might be a platinum album this might be going triple platinum today i'm not sure we'll see okay but yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm digging on it. I mean, I was, they, it was, it's fun. It's refined and it gets a lot of people in that haven't been in before. I really didn't have any issues, especially knowing the source material. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, no issues. It's fantastic. Nice. Five, five out of five. I give it a 475 just because of some content. Yeah. But there's some stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be seen. But. True. I mean, well, they did a lot of stuff that, like, they. Compared really to the did. first season, though? Huh? It, yeah, there wasn't, wasn't as much in the second season. There was very little in the first season, too. But still, I gave it the first season the same score. I think just knowing how they, they play the characters and stuff like that. That's, that's why I'm like that. I, I will say this. The stuff that they threw in there visually was spot on for like, it wasn't just thrown in there necessarily gratuitously. It was just, just for like, just for the sake of being raunchy. Yeah. It, it, it stayed true to the character. Right. And, but still like they weren't trying to throw it, that, even, they weren't trying to throw <clears throat> in that stuff for like cash grab. Yeah. But still a, a little more than what they needed to it's do. I mean, taste, yeah. stuff, that stuff can be implied very easily without being shown. That's fair. But still, overall, that's very, very, yeah. very, very good. No, I like how they timed this too because they like they basically gave no the they gave they re gave you the feeling in like the first episode. They oh gave yeah, you that new that feeling that you had if you were if you were watching it if you were, if you were watching it live or like me you were listening way later and you're like what and as the city is being destroyed by dragons. Yeah, you're like you were like, like what what WTF? Well, like it. so, I knew it was coming. I knew what this season was going to be about, like because there's only one thing it could be about. But I still was like, I thought they were going to like lead up to it. Yeah, so they didn't lead up to it at all. They jumped right in. I remember mm-hmm. when the first episodes came out. I was sitting on the couch, and like I remember where we left off, you know, on the season finale, the first one, and like as things were happening, you just hear me in the living room. WTF? What? Huh? 
No. This is like exclaiming Alexis, like, is everything all right? And I'm like, huh? No. Huh? Everything. Well, yeah. Huh? I'm like, you, <laughs> I you're telling that. me is everything. What? Do you, girl, do you not see what's happening on the television? Yeah. Nothing is all right. Well, I the pretty the, boy died, almost died. I remember the absolute devastation where it's like the whole city is getting <laughs> destroyed. And you're yeah. Like, and then it was just uh, like L after L. Um, oh, yeah. The only complaint I could have, and it's not really necessarily a complaint, but it's like, I wish shows were doing like 20 episode increments like they used to. Yeah. That's it. I just list. Here's the thing. You can't like be like, hey, have a bump of Coke. And then be like, by the way, uh, you can't have another this, one for like six more months. This is actually the only show that I would be that I kind of want to be like, could we get a little more filler? Dude, for real? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I kind of want a little Very more filler, much. actually. Uh, um, I also have to say, normally I hate show recaps. I hate them. Oh yeah, their recap. Oh, the recap. So the, good. Yeah, well, I like in character recaps like that. Like, yeah. They, when they do in character stuff, that's fine. <laughs> uh, when they just go like they just show like clips of the se- season before, I'm not a big fan of that usually. Yeah. Um, no. That so was good. I think. If if you're any D and D fan or high fantasy fan, I think Vox Machina is great. Um, you know, and it's hard to say that a lot of us who play D and D aren't inspired by Critical Role in any way, like we are. I mean, oh, we yeah. came up with our crew name because Vox Machina and the Mighty Nine. Like, mm, not really. We came up with our own thing, man. No, we did, but we like we wanted a name. Yeah, well, we we're like, yo, we need a name, and we're like, Heavy Metal Unicorn it's Squad. It's because we never have a name, though. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I understand. It does influence a lot for yeah. sure. No, yeah. I mean, it influences a lot of people like playing it all and going like, oh, yeah, you can play like this. And if you want to make new like little mini mechanics to throw in there, you can. Yeah. Like, um, but so what are what are you guys? I guess. There's one in particular scene. We'll, we'll go ahead. And let's talk about some of our favorite because none of us have any grievances. Steve has his, which totally understandable, reasonable. Like if that's not your thing, then like, I think you're totally allowed to like be like, hey, like this could. No, have there were some house. spots. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see like. I, I, I kind of just saying. like glazed over it. I didn't really pay attention to any of those parts, um, but yeah. So so some of our top moments. I mean, we like I said, we don't really need to talk about those parts, right? It's kind of implied, um, but some some of our top moments. Uh, I want to go talk to it. When Vex almost got, well, when Vex did get, yeah, when Vex dies from the curse, yeah, oh yeah, that was who, who, and they cut it off, so you had to wait a week. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. jacked. That is yeah. like so. I gotta also say that like with that and other things, like the cutoff is on points because that cutoff was like, oh yeah. Well, and then when Grog went to go like fight his uncle and they cut it off. Oh yeah. But dude, that so that that whole thing was just like, um, the the storytelling. Yeah, Grog's whole story arc in this season is fantastic. Oh, a hundred percent. I, he's probably one of my favorite characters, and clearly is the inspiration for the, my current character. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that yeah that uh that the Kevdak fight is probably one of those like cresting moments of the whole series. Oh, dude, that whole like, fighting scene. Like, I think I like that fight 
better than I liked the fight with the guy at the end. Oh, a hundred percent. So I'm not. No, no, gonna, I'm, yeah, uh, no, I'm talking about. No, no, no. I'm talking, talking about. The, yeah. The, I'm. I'm. I'm about this. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um, for a moment, I sw- I swore he was gonna say it. He's like, my strengths, not my friends. And I swear, if he said family, I was gonna turn off the TV and walk away. I really, I was thought it was this close. Yeah. He was gonna say something I, again. Like I said yesterday, you, you, I, why do you think all bald guys look alike, Jake? Do you, but, um, I mean, I know you don't see color, but do you not see hair? No. <laughs> Steve has not once ever said that. You know, he's not also. I mean. You know, he's also doesn't drive. You know, he doesn't. He's not Vin Diesel. Or, you know that, right? Yes. Okay. I'm just saying Steve has not once ever dropped that line. <laughs> or come close to it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I never. We silenced him. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, that, that fight was great. I think another really good one, too, is um, Scanlan's. Hey, there were other fights? <laughs> <laughs> No, Scan, well, not ones that mattered, um, but Scanlan's character growth in this as well. Like, I really yeah. like how you went from seeing, like, he was like this, uh, I would, how do you say, the guy's a great AD bag, right? Like, 100%. But really, this whole season, like, you kind of see that he, like, it's You been, start seeing his character growth. Well, not more. even character growth, but, like, who he is, like, this whole, like, Think this whole like act that he has is really mm-hmm. just kind of like a way to like protect himself, yeah, and shield him from his emotions. And then when like actual like responsibility, like you, okay, my favorite my favorite part of the entire the entire season is the ballad that he writes for the Sphinx, <laughs> and like you kind of really get to like, you know, he wounds the Sphinx, but it's just like I really feel like that's like a reflection of what Scanlan feels, and he's just like, hey, he's like, yo, dude, I feel your pain. 80s ballad you know what every classic bard does right is he like projects his emotions onto whatever um well yeah i mean he leads into that song just with that line i don't remember word for word but basically allow me to give you some what 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 did he say uh sincere yeah allow me a moment of sincerity yeah. Like, this oh, is yeah. him being fully sincere. Yeah. Which well, very rarely happens. And, and like, think, making, yeah. making this, like, ever living being believe he's, like, one of the wisest oh, creatures no. to walk and it goes, the earth. No, no. He, it doesn't, he's not convincing him to believe it. Like, he's like, well, this advice is great. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my, my so uh, another great moment is, like, as he's saying this, the whole group's like, what? And then they're like, <laughs> What? <laughs> it just they have so many moments like that, but um but you have this whole theme for Scanlan as a character where it's just like he's like kind of done playing like this fool and wanting to take responsibility. And then as he's like begging for responsibility, what happens? Responsibility finds him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's devastated about it in like a great way. You know, I think he finally has like something to fight for more than just uh him himself right um very comically revealed i did i did not see that coming his daughter <laughs> oh yeah yeah so 
so I remember <laughs> that part, and I go, oh, shoot. Well, this is going to be interesting. You, you know, like, there's those, like, uh, you know, like, those daytime Maury televisions where it's just like, I accidentally <laughs> flirted with my daughter. Like, my, my favorite part about that reveal is when he's like, I remember your mother and tells this lovely, sweet story. <laughs> and she's like, that's not my mom. That's that's not her. And they, yeah. So it's it was definitely a Jerry Springer moment. And it was so bad. But again, he like quickly shifts into like, hey, it's like not more. It's not just about like this awkward moment we have or the fact I can't remember your mother. But it's like you're the thing I've been looking for. And he's just like, I, yeah, I've not been a good dad. And yeah, I probably screwed over your mom, but I, I need and want to redeem myself and make that up to you, especially, you know, and now we actually see him kind of have a, a purpose, you know, and that purpose kind of gives him the energy to slay a dragon almost. Right. Like he's like, so here's the thing, right? Like he loves his friends and he loves his group. And he loves himself, but it's just like, I feel like he never really, like, had a reason to live. So he's like, well, if we die, I guess so. You know, but now it's like, he didn't even want to go against the Konvikov Conclave. Konvikov Conclave, yeah. But now it's just like, his daughter has stake in this, and now he's just like, well, he probably won't let them succeed. So it's, I really liked seeing him, like, well, taking this character growth. And he in knows there. that... So now he has something to lose because before he's like he knew that like he knows that he can survive. Right. But now he's like, no, now we all have to survive. Yeah, he's you know, yeah, you're right. He's got some lose. And I and I really love that type of uh, character growth, especially in these settings like Marion, for example, in the last campaign. Mm-hmm. He was kind of that same character. He's like, I only look out for myself. I like to punch things. And he ended up being kind of like the moral compass of the entire group. Right. As he cartoon punched his way through things. Right, right, right. And never but bathed and was covered in We should gear. get back to this because yeah. most yeah. people don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Except for me. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, but, uh, so, yeah. And then Grog's character, too, is just like you're a... Uh, oh, yeah. He always seems like this really funny, whimsical dude, but really he's kind of extremely damaged. Yeah. A lot of emotional damage. Like, he's not just a go-lucky, like... Well, Fun-loving idiot. Like, the guy was a bloodthirsty murderer. Like, yeah, bloodthirsty. Yeah, for sure. Well, he was supposed was to kill... He was supposed to kill... Pop-Pop. Uh, yeah, Pike and... Uh, oh, Pop-Pop. Thing is, I think with the exception of Pike and probably Keyleth, like, all of them are broken people. Like, very much so. Keyleth's got mommy issues. She's got some issues, but not not to the extent of everybody else. Yeah, the twins have daddy issues. Keyleth's got mommy issues. Um, the uh, Pike's issues in the story were that she was like only there half the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like because the actor was busy. I don't. Yeah, I don't like Pike. Honestly, she's just as pious pos. Honestly, it wasn't my favorite. Get character. out of here with your. I I, I won't say it's a bad character. <laughs> no, your opinions are valid. She's not my so like. I'm not saying she's like self righteous, but it's like she just has this attitude that I'm just like, dude, shut up! Like I kind of want to just shot put you into a volcano. Like you're. I don't hate this character, but I want to throw it in a volcano. 
Explain, throw, it, throw, elaborate see, a little I'm, more. Because throwing little people is fun. Elaborate a little more, would you? So I just yeah. I, <laughs> there are characters that I've hated hated more than her for sure. Okay, but if you were to take her out of the storyline, I don't think I would miss her that much. Um, I'm sure like later on in the story, like I'll probably learn more and like be like, yeah, there's a like she's good for the group. There, I just don't feel any depth from her. Like, what's what's her deal, man? Have you not paid attention? She's the healer. Cool. So she's a living band aid. Yes. Uh, without her, we wouldn't have Grog or. But all of those people would have died. Uh, all, several any times. of them, actually. Yeah. Well, any I, of them. I got I got my bloodlust <laughs> satisfied when Grog ran her through. So. Okay. Was that was that your favorite scene? No, but it was the top ten for sure. Okay. Actually, <laughs> I was okay with how they did the sword because the sword that actually made a lot of sense. They actually did that pretty well because. That was less apparent at the beginning in the in the podcast form. In the campaign. Yes, in the campaign. Yeah. But when I was listening to a podcast, that was a lot less apparent. In the show, it was a lot more apparent that like, oh no, that's super bad. Like mm-hmm. it's not like that's kinda cursed and it might no, not no, be good it's later. Super, it's like Uber yeah. cursed. No, it's Uber cursed and it's gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. I, I do I do loved when he was talking to the sword when he was like pooping the sword even the like you know how you have some characters that are just so like cringeworthy that like even ultimate evil is just like come on I, I, think, I like how the sword had that moment of just like I think there was <sighs> I think there were several of those that he had where like the sword was like listen if well, I could leave you I would but like you're doing a thing well because in the yeah yeah in the mm-hmm. in the series like it was Matt Mercer doing the voice for the sword. Yeah, and it was just really. There was a couple times where it was like, where like I remember him himself was like audibly sighing, just <laughs> oh. hang on. <laughs> uh, I I do like how they yeah I like how they did that I really do because the the his strength being sapped away made a lot like they they, they set it up just right yeah. and it almost like. And now looking back at that, I can almost see how some people were like, this is scripted. It just worked out really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was scripted at all. I don't agree with that, but I can see how you can no. pick that. Because like it is kind of perfect for the story. No, you can tell it's scripted because there are huge failures that are like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, no. Like That's just how D&D works. There are times where, oh, no. yeah, it's going to feel like it's scripted, whether you're broadcasting or not. Yeah. Because you have these amazing moments that, like, you couldn't have planned better even if you did script it. Well, oh, yeah. Well, it's like we had a race car thing there, and it, oh, the, it, so was, the, it was a good moment. The, uh, the For the Grog fight, the last hit, the, the, the necklace thing, I remember oh, that. Yeah. I actually remember that because I was like, oh, well, that might not, you know, they're like, uh, I don't think this is going to work, but let's try it anyway. Hash, dumb stuff works. I'm telling yeah. you. Here's the thing. You play D&D. You have a dumb idea, go for it. Most of the time it works. I mean, you can, yeah, I don't know. We can I catch wouldn't ra- say the most of the time. We can catchphrase that, but I think it's called the rule of cool. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Um, But no, yeah, and just the, the Feywild was fun. I, I loved, oh, yeah, I actually. loved Percy in that because he's like super arrogant. He's like, yeah, I so read this I've in read the books. I've read about this. And he's like, 
I could get us through it, and it's like the dude has no idea what he's talking. Oh, about. I'm no. sure. I'm so, sure he did, right? Like he does. Also, but the, I bet the roles were bad, so he just were, looked like an idiot. I think I actually remember that they were like just awful roles, like garbage. <laughs> like he's like, oh yeah, I you know because like he made his character this academic that learned about everything, so he's like, yeah, I'll be the guide here, and he's like, crap, these are really bad roles. <laughs> yeah, so it's like on like. Um, his stats show that he should know this. I, I was a little bit surprised that they had they put Garmelia in there. Um, yeah, that was that was funny. Uh, I I'm glad they uh, they they did censor that pretty well. Yeah, uh, somewhat. No, that could have been. It could have been. Way it would have been worse yeah. if they were, like the description. The way it was described was a little bit worse. But that's what I described. Heard about that? Um, normally, that normally I'm like I don't care about that stuff, but sometimes it's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Some things just aren't meant for visual aid. Mm-hmm. Let's keep that to the strict descriptive word of mouth. Yeah, and like I said, for the most part, they didn't do it too bad. But it's like in the uh, the what is it the the uh, Alexandria calamity when the guy was dying and i was just like huh that's that's the thing you want to describe on how you're dying just you're shifting all over the place cool um but this uh back to the series uh the artwork's fantastic obviously i think the animation is great i i still love the animation style and the art and the color palette especially for the feywild was just Mm-hmm. was was brilliant i the the group of artists that they have hired to work on this with them is just beautiful and um, oh, i think it's the same animators that did their their intro animations for the mighty nine i'm pretty sure it is I, it's, they're they're fantastic you know about. and um just even like what i hate is super over cgi like cgi artwork in cartoons and like drawn stuff like, you know, remember the animated 90s one where, like, the buildings are clear, like, 3D art and it's, like, not even, they're not even trying to make it look like it's drawn? Yeah, yeah. And um, so, like, here it's, like, there are some of those things, but, like, they make it still feel drawn. No, yeah, any um, of the 3D effects. And you don't effects, even notice, you don't notice it. Any of the 3D effects in here do seem a lot more like 2D art, which is really Yeah, great. like... So some of the animated stuff, like Treasure Planet, right? Like that is in like the Prince of Egypt animation gold. And they kind of follow that a little bit to suit because it's like they don't. I, I feel like I, I could be guessing. I don't know much about animation, but it really feels like they kind of stick with some like the old school methods for it, you know, and they just really like it's it was just it's a beautiful piece of art. Honestly, like it's it's a fantastic story. Amazing scenes, um, the movements, even the background, de- the background detail is just freaking mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, you know, and just uh, that, like I said, I think the worst part of this show is just knowing that, like, we have to wait um, another year, you know, for it. But knowing that the Mighty Nine and some other stuff's coming out, like. You know, I'd love to see an Exandria series where they come out with Calamity first and then do the rest. Oh my god! It just makes me excited. 
<clears throat> I just realized I was looking through. The, I was looking at the thing. Um, uh, Sam Regal got his kids to do some of the voices for the kids of the show. No. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I was looking at the. I was looking. I was just looking through. I was looking for who the artists were. The artist studio mm-hmm. was, but I found voice actors instead. That's, that's kind of cool. neat. That's awesome. You know what I really love about this? Is not necessarily about the show, but more about Amazon Prime. Is when you press pause, you could click on the characters and find out more. Oh, about the, the IMDb actors. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, I guess kind of what are what are you some more of your guys' favorite moments? Like we we talked about the fight. The fight's obviously like top five. Oh yeah, the like top three moments for sure. Like it, it has to be right. Um, yeah, the I so I kind of like so, the change they did for the, the the dragon, the dragon butthole moment. Yes. Okay, you that was different. Give me, give me context. So I in need the, to understand that in the show, they tried to use a teleportation spell, and they teleported inside of it instead of going inside of it. But they hadn't established all the teleportation stuff that they okay achieved yet. And it this way, it seemed more comical. It well, this it seemed more comical. It also didn't seem like it came out of nowhere because. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes D and D, you get new spells and they just come out of nowhere. And they, you know, you don't want to have that be the way that they succeed all the time. Is like just out of nowhere things. Yeah, I can teleport now. Well, they also did Boom. it. <clears throat> they also did it real bad. Right, right. Um, I think they tried to use dimension door to do it. Oh no! And they ended up in the butthole. No, they ended up inside of it, and then it flew away. No, they also tried to like. Instead of myth carver, like instead of the sword they had, they had a um, they had a rod, an immovable rod, and the dragon just pulled it, like pulled through it, basically, and flew off with them inside. They're like, oh, crap, and they started dying because like they were inside the stomach. Well, yeah, and stomach acid and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. acid and all that fun stuff. Oof, yeah, an acid dragon. So, so, so they changed it up a little bit how that whole encounter works, but. That's fine. I'm okay with that. It's a question. I know we already established that if an acid dragon pees water, it hurts. Does it digest with really hot water as well? Or does it just use its own stomach acid? Uh, maybe different acids. I'm not sure. It breathes acid. Or a, rather a acidic gas type thing. Anyway. Huh. There's an anatomy book somewhere. There is... There's a dragon book that just came out for D&D. It has green dragons. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, that's like... No. I just, I'm just i curious how he pees. That's just supposed to be like, you know, I think it's... It's like, a breath weapon. Yeah, there's a breath weapon. You know. I know, but like, let's say he has like a medical condition where like the, the, the acid doesn't go where it needs to and so it goes into his urinary tract. Like, does he see, like, a veterinarian? Is there a doctor for that? A spell or a potion he could take? Is that a surgery? Uh, they're magical creatures. I'm pretty sure they can repair themselves. They can do magic. I'm just saying, like, is he's, <laughs> he's like, also, Does it burn? Or does, like... Or does he have that immunity because he's so used to it already? I think he just has an immunity, man. It's acid dragon. His immunity to... Acid. I'm going to tweet Matt Mercer, see if he could answer that. Uh, you can, but Matt Mercer didn't make up the Green Dragon, so. But I would love to hear his answer. Sure. <laughs> sure. If that's the one we get Matt Mercer to answer. I feel like if there's... Out of all the dumb stuff we've sent, it'll go like, hey, at Matt Mercer, 
and yeah. If he does, are you, you'll never mock me again. You'll so, be you'll oh be no, excited. I'll, I'll still mock you, but uh, <laughs> it'll be cool. I will also be excited. <laughs> I can do both. But so, what are Steve? What are your what are your okay? What are your f- three favorite moments from the series? My favorite moment is when Grog rages at the end with the fight of his with his uncle and gains his strength back. Just that entire sequence. That's like your your top one. Oh yeah. What about uh, by far? What are you, what are you, the two that follow? The two that follow. Hmm. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. <laughs> so okay. You got to think about that. Matt, what would your three be? So my oh, three. Oh, oh yeah. Go sorry. Good. Another one is <laughs> the revelation of of Garmili is the traveler. Oh, that they yeah. actually had that in. In the oh, that is yeah, because that's a that's a that's a huge foreshadowing. Yeah, that's mighty nine. Yeah, that's a huge foreshadowing for sure. That's really cool, actually. Uh, Got another one? Not yet. Okay. Um, I like. I still like the fight in the Feywild because it was appropriately kind of like messed up the acid trip yes that was funny that was especially when you you meant to say say groovy that was groovy man but when you see everything from from keyleth and and vex's perspective oh and then it shifts to Percy's perspective, and it's they're just like, like just (laughs) like they're having like this extra like out of body experience. They're enlightening, and they actually just look like babbling babies. And yeah, so good. The (laughs) when Trinket talks to Vex, she's like, "I didn't know you sounded like that." I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I thought you would sound different. (laughs) Who did they get to voice Trinket? I don't know. (laughs) It was fantastic. Oh, uh, I'll have to look at that. I'll have to look that up in a I second. Actually have the you know, what, you know what they, you know what already. they should do is like if Trinket ever does talk, like they uh, do a different voice so that way she's like forever confused. She's like, that's not how you sounded before. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fair. What, um, so you, you've you've mentioned two. Um, so we're gonna mention the we already mentioned the Grog fight big time. So oh, yeah. instead of that, I'll. Talk about the Earthbreaker Groon thing. Okay, yes. So that's the the big guy that punches him. Oh, yes. Where did your so, strength come from? He's so cool. Oh, no. no. And I'm a little sad. That, that That is a change that I'm a little sad about because really? in the series he goes back. Um, he goes back to fight him again. like in, After he beats down his uncle? Yes. And does he win? Yes. I... I I do have to say what I love about that part. He's like, you want me to say something for my heart or stuff like that? And he's like, no. And then just whops him. Yeah. No, that I remember that because, like, that's exactly how Matt Mercer was playing it. He's like, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, deadpan. Like, he was beating Travis down. And, like, Travis is, like, as a, like, Travis is a person who was, like. He's supposed to have, like, this aha moment. Yeah. And. Like I remember, because that was one of the things that I think they had everybody stay at the table. To, like while he, while he did that little solo adventure, and he just got beat down like bad, bad, like knocked down bad. Yeah, like <clears throat> because he was expecting a fight. He was, you know, he's like, yeah, my character's big and strong. He's like, oh yeah, so um, the DM made a monk. 
the DM made a barbarian monk and screw you. I'll do what I want. I'm going to punch you to death. Oh, no. So they were trading and he was like trading like I think his hits were sick. Like I think his hits were like four or five points of damage. The other guy and like Matt Mercer was rolling D12s for his. He was he was destroying him. Just demolishing him. Yes. Uh, I like that. So that's so I'll say that's uh, number two. Uh, Number three. I I think I'll put number three as the destruction. I think I, you know, I already talked about it, but I'll revisit it as the, yeah, the destruction of Talore. Um, yeah. Cause that was or, like, that was a jaw dropping moment. Yeah. Um, the, I'm uh, not Talore, the destruction of, um, sorry, the, the rise of the Coca Cola Wave. The, yeah. So for me, uh, so the, the Grog fight, right? Mm-hmm. It's gotta be, it's probably the best scene, uh, sequence of scenes, um, in the whole show. Right. That was like the whole, like finally, like they've been needing a win. And that's like the bit killing the dragon was a big win, but I feel like for as like characters go and like, actually like the group coming together and feeling like they're doing something. That was the biggest win. Right. Yeah. Cause they fell pretty hard, right? Like Grog almost killed Pike. You know, they were split up. Some of them did acid. So like that was kind of like the like like the we gotta do this kind of moment, you know? Um <clears throat> on there. Um That was Cheech Baron. Sorry. Like Cheech from Cheech Chong? Yeah. That did that did the, the Trinket's voice. Like that Cheech and Chong. Yes, that's Cheech Baron. Sorry. That's okay, I was so gonna say that, that sounded like I thought it sounded like it, but I couldn't. You spell. know what would have been better is if one of the plants were talking to Keyleth. I thought and it was that some, was uh I thought it was Tommy somebody, Chong. I thought it was somebody doing a Cheech impression. Oh my! I didn't realize it was a real dude. You know what they should have done? They should have given Trinket like a red bandana, Are like you a red beanie. Me? Sorry, that. All right, never mind. Uh, my favorite moments were every time <laughs> Trinket said a word. <laughs> Take it back. I mean, here's the thing, right? Like when you want to have like a any type of like like drug trip. Yeah, and you want to have like one of I the feel anim- like, like an animated animal talk. You either get Tommy Chong or you get Cheech, or both, <laughs> or, or both. both. Like you, you really don't get a choice. Uh, like and in the- a pinch, well, in a pinch, you know, they're both not available. You can grab Willie Nelson, but you know that's yeah. But you just have choice. you just have Willie Nelson. Kind of dead now. Well, I think he died the other day. No, he's here. He's here. Yeah, or here. <laughs> um. But so the part where the lady reveals herself to be a dragon, that was a cool moment. Yeah. I feel like um, um, because we saw her in the first series and I'm like, man, she like helped them out and then like knew all this was coming. And then I think the ballad, the ballad with the Sphinx was really cool. I just that is it was yeah. such a good song. It was such a good moment, and it was it was a funny. I think moment that's too. my other f- favorite moment. Yeah. yeah, especially the 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 what? You know, we can't repeat the word, but yeah, that whole synchronized of just like the sheer audacity. Um, it was sad that he died, but that is yeah, yeah. But that would uh, that would th- those those would be have to be my top three, um. 
on there. So do we do we have do we have an ETA of when season three? Probably uh, next February. It's gonna be not, yeah. The problem. So the problem is not the voice acting because they already have the voice actors lined up, but. <laughs> The problem is the animation because, like, you can only rush that so much. Uh, I think Willie Nelson's still alive. Is he? Yeah. I just saw something where he was just oh. the other day. Uh, so I don't know. If there's been, uh, apparently, there's been some, uh, yeah, I think he's still alive. Uh, I think there was a um, hoax. Yeah, could be. A widespread hoax. Anyway, Willie Nelson's like 90. Oh man, how? Eighty-nine. How? Alrighty, let's see. Anyway, yeah. So, Legend of Ox and Ogmith, super great, great series. I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, any more we need to say on this, or can't should say on I, this? I don't like, needs the, to be said. I. Here's the thing. Because I, I don't just watch it for yourself. Like you know, what's really great is. It makes for a great watching oh. party because that's what we go ahead. Sorry, I haven't. OK, this is equal with the ballad for me. OK, the moment where Grog gets his beard. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have a beard. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, he was what, the so, first or he, second episode. He was so happy. And they're like, I have a beard. He's like, that's all it does. I have, have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I almost that, forgot about that part. I think in the series too, he like didn't attune other stuff that really could have helped him. Yeah, to keep the beard. <laughs> I mean, priorities. He really wanted the beard. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, but uh, no. So I, I personally think this makes it for it makes for a great watch party. Honestly, yeah, I like think so. you could. S- Start at noon, finish at six. Yeah, you know you could well, you could watch it in an afternoon. We probably you know we probably it probably was only five ish hours long. Yeah, for the season. Yeah, because so each really, episode's like we didn't 22, really get, Yeah, but we also like didn't skip like the intros and we the really, titles and yeah, stuff like but that. We so. really didn't get started till like one. No, so I mean, but it was it was great. Yeah, and, we like, ended right about six. You know, and we we were painting minis and. Well, I, we were painting me. I don't know what Josh did. That actually mushroom, that turned out really cool. The mushroom monstrosity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a nightmare. As it should be. It's a monster. It's a mushroom person. He showed me what it's supposed to look like. No, I showed him the what the one I did look like. Yeah. It jo- doesn't look. Josh doesn't look the same. That's Josh's all. looks like. You know when like some scientists want to fuse their daughters and their dogs together. It's like if Bowser was like, hey, I have a man. I um, have a mushroom. Okay. So this is mushroom th- man. We should continue this baby later. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Check out Vox Machina. It's a fantastic series. We 100 uh, percent recommend endorsing. Yeah. Yeah. Like 10 out of 10. Uh, I it's also a- think like, uh, listen, if you're mad about the series, you know, if you're a Kickstarter person and you're like, oh, man, I'm not I'm boycotting it. Just get the two weeks free from Amazon and watch the, you know, you can watch both these in like two days. Here's the thing. You, you, Easy. Ha- you have a friend, you know, and if you have Amazon Prime, you are you are allowed well, to 
add people to your family so they can use your benefits because it's part that you could do that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe call that friend up and be like, hey, can I be a member of your family in your account? And watch it. It's a good series. Well, no, Don't boycott saying, it. The thing is, like some like some critical role people were getting really upset, like the the fans that like backed the Kickstarter because it got moved to Amazon Prime. And like, like I'm sorry, it got popular. No, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not. Was, I'm not. They gave them the money to do it right and to, do and more. More, but yeah. So. Well, yeah. So here's the thing. I'm not mad because we're getting the Mighty no. Nine. We're getting way more. Uh, oh, yeah. I say keep I keep going. Here's the thing. It's not very often where the three of us and Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. All agree on like a show unanimously about how good it is. It doesn't happen often. So if we're telling you it's good. It might be OK. It might be. No, it's good. Watch it. Watch it. Like, just watch it. Yeah, I absolutely suggest it. Um, all right. Don't be a dingus. With that, I think we should probably wrap up this episode. Yeah. I'm a bad mouth Jake, and I wonder how dragons pee acid. I'm uh, Matt, the chaotic evil moon baron, and I'm pretty sure they just just regular, you know. I'm Steve. I want to be BFFs with Grog. Valid. Friendship goals.